This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Unapologetically Fueled podcast, where we talk nutrition, identity, performance, and the psychology behind it all. All right, welcome back to another episode. Today I have a super special guest. We have Miss McKenzie or Good Food Good Run as you might know her. Um she is so awesome and I'm super excited to have her here for an episode and to interview her. So, um could you just go ahead and introduce yourself kind of like I kind of said your Instagram already, but just like what sport you do, what you're studying in college, um and also this is kind of a random question, but your favorite hobbies like active and then inactive. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be on here. Uh, my name is Mackenzie Steele, and like you did mention, I have like the Good Food Good Run Instagram and TikTok, and I go to school at Clemson, and I'm on the cross country and track team. And I guess my favorite hobbies obviously are running and cooking, but I also like to do photography. Like I like to bring my camera to practice sometimes, take pictures of my teammates. Um, doing random things to my friend my family and friends like traveling basics yeah for yeah. sure oh, that's so awesome I love photographers who can take like good action shots of athletes because I cannot do that for the life of me so that's amazing <laughs> yeah luckily I, there's like a sport mode on there uh can't do manual yet we're working on it <laughs> <laughs> for sure you'll get there you'll get there this summer <laughs> mm-hmm. that's awesome well awesome um so how long have you been running for you're running at Clemson that's incredible um so how did you like fall in love with running like did you come from a different sport did you start running when you were young like what's your running story So I started running my junior year of high school in like the fall for cross country. Um, Up until then, I had been like all about soccer since like kindergarten, no soccer, everything. And I was on like travel soccer teams. Um, But then I decided that year, I was like, I don't really want to do travel anymore, but I still want to do soccer in the spring, like for my school. And so like most people, I was like, oh, I'll just do cross country to stay in shape. And then- just fell in love with it then very fun I feel like I fell in love with the people and the atmosphere too like running is just different like I was always looking forward to go to practice and yeah oh that is One so season. Cool. <laughs> oh, that's so cool I noticed that a lot of distance runners come from soccer like I feel mm-hmm. like almost everybody that I know that like started running in high school came from soccer at first yep. <laughs> probably because like that aerobic base is like so built up already so you're like yeah I guess I was a center mid too so I was like running in circles in the middle so oh yeah that helps either um soccer or swimming are like the two most common that I hear oh yeah absolutely both of those that have like a really high like aerobic load mm-hmm that's so cool. So when did you consider running in college then if you didn't start till your junior year? Well, that year was also like when all the COVID stuff happened, like that spring. So I was even during that indoor season for track, I was still considering like going back to soccer in the spring and then ended up getting canceled anyway. Mm-hmm. But one of my really good friends that I met on my um, track team, mm-hmm. she like grew up in a running family. And so she started looking at colleges, but like 
we did workouts together all the time. And so I was like, wait, what if I could run in college too? And so just, I guess March was like when all the COVID stuff happened. And that's just when I started stocking rosters and like seeing what times. And I was like, wait, this might be possible. And so then I just started like doing the questionnaires and emailing later because I didn't really have anything else to do. And yeah, it's weird. Clemson was always like one of my top schools I was looking at. And my coach now, like she didn't really respond to me very often. And so I was like, man, that'd be so cool if I ran for Clemson. But then as time went on, I was just not looking very good, but then it all worked out. So it's okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, that is so cool. <laughs> yeah. That's honestly, I feel like the pandemic, it's like with all that extra time and being able to look mm-hmm. at colleges and just being, that's awesome how it kind of all worked out and yeah. got put together like that. I love like so cliche, but like everything happens for a reason. So I think it that really happens. does. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. fun. It's like a little puzzle, like your whole, I don't mm-hmm. know. love that. Awesome. Um, so then, I mean, you touched on this like a little bit, um, obviously there was some difficulties there and like trying to like figure out how to run at Clemson and everything, but like, were there any other obstacles that you had to overcome when you were considering running in college? Like any other barriers besides like looking at the times and, um, trying to make workouts and stuff? Um, I guess. So I think like a lot of people, when they start running sooner, it's usually, the junior spring season and then your fall senior season are like the two most crucial times for colleges to like look at you and see what you're doing and of course those are both canceled and like because of the COVID stuff so I was like shoot I don't know what to do and like that I only had times to give to them that were from like my first ever seasons and so they weren't amazing but I guess that was my main obstacle. So I did like a couple time trials, which were not my favorite thing. Cause I just, I would rather race against the person than a clock. Like, it's just, I'm more on the competitive side. Like when I have someone else to like go against, it just helps me more. I guess that's like a little bit of my soccer background. Um, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, then I did like time trials for track stuff. And then in cross, we ended up like my high school team, since we couldn't compete for the school, we did like a club cross country. So that helped just kind of get some times in. Cause we were like training all during quarantine, like building up for cross. And then it got canceled really day, but so hard. Yeah, that was like the biggest obstacle. And my coach not really responding to me, but it's gotta be consistent, but try not to be annoying. (laughs) It's a happy balance in between. Oh, for sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, that sounds awful. I mean, that sounds hard. That sounds really hard. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I said earlier, like, I'm glad it all worked out, but like, still like having to like train all that and like trying to make your times good and everything, but like getting canceled because of COVID it's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, that's. I mean, everyone is going through it. So it's kind of like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, the whole recruiting group, I guess it was yeah. kind of hard. Oh, absolutely. But that's amazing that you still got on the team and stuff and were able to get a spot there. So yeah, that just shows how amazing of a runner you are. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's cool. So um, at Clemson then, how did your first cross country and track season go? It was really fun. The training was definitely a lot different. Mm-hmm. I remember like last summer when the co- my coach like gave us the runs, like get ready. Mm-hmm. I think I got up to like 
50 or 55 miles a week. And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, my legs are going to fall off. It hasn't even started yet. And I'm already dying. But I mean, it went back down to like 40 during the season, but it was really fun. Um, The workouts were definitely different. Mm -hmm. I feel like in college, they really emphasize like polarized training. Like on the hard days, you go like really, really, really hard. And then the easy runs, like we were going at an easier pace than I did in high school. So I feel like that was kind of a big difference. Also just having like weights and stuff is a little bit different, but they really emphasize the little things and like strength training and bands and the core do a lot of that stuff. All that good stuff. The little things add up, but overall it was really fun. Met a lot of fun people. Oh, that's so cool. Do you think all those like little things helped? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Polarized training is really great. It can be hard, like very hard Mm -hmm. both ways. Sometimes running easy is hard, but, um, yeah, (laughs) sometimes running, obviously running hard is really hard. So, oh, and the, for cross, I was used to uh, being a 5k in high school and it's a 6k in college. So that was an adjustment. I was like, the first race, I was like, oh, it's just one more K. Like, what is that? A little over three-ish minutes. It's like, that's nothing. It's fine. But it made the biggest difference. I was like, oh, so like when you reach the 5K, you're like, oh, I'm not done yet. Oh my gosh. Right. It's like when your legs are already like lactic and you're like, oh my gosh, one more K. Yeah. And oh, the God. races in college were just a lot bigger as well. I forgot yeah. about that. For sure. more people. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. So when you're done with college, do you think you're going to continue running like marathons at all? Or do you want to race like do road races? Like, what do you think after you're done with your athletic experience in school? I mean, you still have a few years, but like, I don't know. I definitely, a marathon's on my bucket list. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to do that, but I feel like road races would be fun. I just, I don't know if I'll be burnt out by then. Hopefully not. But I guess I want to be like that cool mom, you know, that like I go to my kids, whatever practices and I'm like running and then I'll have like all the cool homemade snacks and all the my kids friends like want to come to my house, you know, it's kind of the end goal. But yeah, running wise, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is awesome. I love that with your baking and stuff. It'll be like homemade banana bread for like after you're mm-hmm. done and like it's gonna I'm gonna be that grandma too like make veggies and cookies it's gonna be funny oh a hundred percent like it tastes good it'll be like oh, yeah good. I won't tell no nobody will. <laughs> oh that's so funny I love that um cool so um during your time as an athlete then have you ever struggled with underfueling before I feel like goes back to quarantine was kind of just whenever the spring track was canceled, we just like, okay, might as well start training for cross country. And then that's like more miles. And I guess the biggest thing I didn't really adjust for that. And that's when my mileage in general, just my, with my experience with running really started to get a lot more. And I like unintentionally lost some weight, but I was like, I didn't really think much of it. Cause yeah, I was like, Oh, I just kind of look like all these other runners that I see like professionally running. Like, Oh, I just, I'm kind of looking like them now, like it's nothing wrong. Yeah. But then like the more, even 
with my food account, I just like followed other running people and in general, they're like, they emphasize the food is fuel thing and all that stuff. And so then I was like, oh shoot, well, maybe this is not good. Like I need to gain this weight back. And then I did notice like once I did gain all my weight back and actually focusing on what I eat, like kind of quality as well. Like I've felt a lot better with running in general, just like feeling better on runs and eating a lot. It's just a lot more than you think. It's just not what ordinary people eat, I guess. (laughs) Like I go on family vacations and like, I'm the only one in my family that runs and they're like, you're eating again. I'm like, yeah, I'm hungry. So I guess that was my biggest thing. Just not adjusting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I feel like that's what a lot of people go through is like as a runner, like you unintentionally underfuel and then you're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, shoot, wait, this is not good. So yeah, um, yeah, that's really good. Cause it seems like, I mean, I've seen like nutritionists like duet your videos and they're like, oh yeah, this is so awesome or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, it seems like you have just like a really great like fueling plan. And um, it's good that you were able to like catch that little time of like underfueling early to prevent mm-hmm. anything worse from happening, like an injury or something like that. So that's cool. That's really great. Yeah. So, um, I know I feel that so much and my family will be like, wait, what you're eating again. And I'm like, yeah, I have to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it's annoying. I'll like have dinner and literally an hour later, I'm like, why am I still hungry? Like sometimes it's just annoying, but then again, I like what I eat. So it's, I'm like, okay, more ice cream for me. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. Runners are just a different breed. We have like a mm-hmm. black sure. stomach. Literally. <laughs> Literally. It's so funny. Oh, that's funny. Um, oh yeah. So you kind of talked about how the pandemic, when you did increase that mileage was kind of the time when you started to notice that, um, under feeling mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so what would you say that like, feeling for performance looks like now. So you noticed that you felt a lot better on your runs um, and you felt stronger. So um, what are some ways that you like make sure that you properly feel as a college athlete? Like, do you have to remind yourself anything or is it just kind of natural and intuitive at this point um, with all the running? Well, I feel like I try not to really overthink it. Like some people, sometimes I'll get DMs and they're like asking all these really in-depth questions. I'm like, you just, it's not something you should worry about it's very personal to you. Like I know some people on my team, um, during cross, we'd always have morning practices and they like wouldn't eat before practice. But for me personally, like I wake up and I'm hungry and like some people, if they eat too close to a run, they might like feel nauseous or their stomach might hurt. But like my one thing is like, I have to have something as soon as I get up. So like either toast, or even if it's just like a granola bar, banana, like I just have to have something. So that's my main thing. Like I have to have something before I run for like sure. an hour before. Yep. For sure. But, um, yeah, I guess my dinners are a lot bigger now. I have noticed that I always go for seconds. Yes. 100%. Um, yeah. I guess the biggest thing is just don't overthink it. Yeah. That's really good advice. Listen I feel like, body. yep, Absolutely. I, that is great advice because so many people, I feel like on social media and just athletes in general, they're overthinking it. They'll be like, well, what am I supposed to have before I run? It has to be this specific amount of whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, just listen to your body. Like, yes, it needs fuel. Um, and also just like 
stay in tune with what works best for you. So mm-hmm. yeah, like even with timing, they're like, you see some things like, oh my gosh, I need to eat within this 30 minute window after I run like a perfect carb to protein ratio. Like it needs to be perfect. I'm like, and I just like go grab something to eat if you're hungry. Yeah. Just don't eat like, don't wait like four hours after you run. Like that's yeah. kind of not smart, but as long as you have something, you're yeah. you'll be fine. Exactly. Nothing to stress about. Yeah. A hundred percent. Even like go-go squeezes. I love those. Yeah. Those things are amazing. They have those at our fueling station. Like everyone on my team loves them. I never ate them beforehand. I was like, oh, those are for kids, but no, they're mm-hmm. perfect. They're amazing. They're like the best. It's like, no kids mm-hmm. for runners. They're for runners. I need to make like a bigger pack, like a bigger size one. Cause like, I could do like two of them. Like they should make a double size one. Oh my gosh, they actually do. So um, I just learned this because I was saying the same thing. Um, Wait, they have one? They do. And it's <sighs> good. I know. Like I ran um, a 10K a few weeks ago and I was like, it was like a road race. So they have snacks at the end and they have mm-hmm. these giant go-go squeezes and there were all these different flavors. And I got like a banana pineapple one and it was so good. And I was like, hey, I need to find these. <laughs> I was like, is that Amazon link? Yeah, big squeezes or something. I don't know. Oh my gosh, I'm totally writing that down. Oh yes, um, they're the best. I like had one, or I brought one on my long run the other day, and I was like, "This is beautiful." Yeah, I need to get some of those. Oh my gosh, yes, it's the best. Um, so (laughs) before you run, then you like granola bars, toast, and stuff. Oh yeah, Yeah, my go-to ones are either a peanut butter jelly has been my most recent uh pre-run snack and then I used to be really big into like English muffins with peanut butter and banana then if you really want to get fancy in the morning you can add some honey and cinnamon and then salt that makes a big difference I don't know to me just like sprinkle some salt with cinnamon it's weird um apple and peanut butter that's another classic yeah and then if I make banana bread I always like to have that before I run Oh, yes. A special occasion. Oh, yes. I love that. Salt mm-hmm. on peanut butter. I need to try that. I have English muffins mm-hmm. all the time with peanut butter. It just butter. brings out the flavors. Oh, my roommates that. or one of my roommates kind of like looks at me funny because she doesn't like salt as much, but I'm like, just try it. Like yeah. the pink salt too, like the fresh crack. It's really good. Literally the Himalayan pink salt, it makes <laughs> everything taste better. And I'm like... It's just like the aesthetic, you know. <laughs> I know. I feel so fancy and I'm like cracking it on there. <laughs> yeah. right. I feel like it makes your stomach like sparkle. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. I personally love peanut butter and English muffin before I run, or like mm-hmm. I'm packing like a peanut butter bagel sandwich before my half marathon in a couple weeks. And I'm like, this is gonna be my go-to fuel. I'll have it with coffee. Well, ready to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my fave love that awesome so um I know we kind of talked about like listening to your body and stuff um but if there's like one piece of nutrition advice or like that you really have adapted to um throughout your journey with like learning how to feel what do you think that would be um in addition to you know listening to your body and just not being afraid to eat more than others um I feel like some people they think like oh you don't need to eat like a lot of sugar Mm -hmm. which like you don't want to go overboard like with candies and stuff but like I've noticed sometimes 
like there's a really good ice cream place in Clemson. If you're ever there, it's called Spill the Beans. Um, it's like a blended ice cream thing. And it's like, don't be afraid to go out and like have dessert. And sometimes we'll go to that place one night and then the next morning we'll have like a great run because like your body, it'll digest whatever, like it's still carbs, like sugar is carbs. And so I guess just don't be afraid to like have ice cream, have a cookie. Like it's not going to hurt you. If anything, you're just going to feel good, like memory wise, like going out with your friends and then also the next day, you'll just have more energy in your body. So don't be afraid to eat the really good tasting dessert stuff. Like it doesn't have to be all like clean ingredients. Like, yeah, it's fun. I do like to make like sweet potato brownies and stuff. That's just because I'm weird. But if you have a regular brownie, that's fine too, you know? <laughs> exactly. I love that. Yes. Sugar is so demonized in our culture. And it's like, yes, yeah, so I literally made sweet potato brownies like a few days ago and I they're like gone and of course they're mm-hmm. good but like also I like making regular brownies too sometimes yeah, like from like, the box yeah they're just good they're so good mm-hmm. I love that people should just like I mean like memories memories are so much more important than mm-hmm. your whatever the composition is you're putting in your body because when it comes down to it I mean of course balance is key and there are going to be things that have more nutrients in them but like your body truly can't tell the difference between like quinoa and ice cream cone to a respect like I mean obviously like different Mm -hmm. nutrition profiles but as far as carbs carbs are carbs so exactly yeah Yeah. I mean you don't want to have like candy for every meal no like there's happy balance you can have some in there exactly it's good for for the mental health too (laughs) I love that that's great advice um so when did you start Good Food, Good Run, your Instagram? What was kind of like the inspiration behind that all? Um, well, I've always liked cooking, even just like growing up um, with my grandparents too. Like I always liked making things to my grandma, especially around the holidays. Um, but then I guess for Good Food, Good Run, again, I just had more time with quarantine and I was like seeing all these really cool recipes on Instagram and Pinterest. And I was like, I want to try all these. Like, I can now. And then I didn't even know like how big of the little foodie community there is. Like I just told my friends like, Oh, I should make an Instagram account. But I only told like a couple of them, like I wasn't posting about it on my regular account. Like, Oh, I just made a food account. Like I tried to keep it secret. And it's kind of funny. Like before I even came to Clemson, people on my team found it. I was like, Oh, great. So then I got there and I was like known as the food girl to the guys team. And I was like, kind of funny but <laughs> now they like send me pictures when they make food and it makes my day it's really funny that's so but, um yeah it was like the summer I think like May or June during quarantine but then like my whole senior year was online so I just had yeah. I was able to keep it up yeah for sure that's yeah. awesome yeah I feel like quarantine a lot of people developed really cool grams mm-hmm. and like I love that. Yours are, it's like so aesthetic. Like you oh, guys probably does, of course, all these listeners right here are probably coming from Instagram, but like, if you do not follow her already, like go do that because it's oh, literally thanks. so like put together and it's beautiful. So I love Pinterest as a giant help. Oh yeah. Even That's- just like with the Instagram stories, like you can find anything on Pinterest like at nights so I have like my food board and I just get so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to make this in the morning. It's going to look so good. Like, it's just fun to put it all together. 
Yeah. I'm literally playing with my food like I'm a kid does, but it's all right. <laughs> I love it. Embrace it. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Also, good food, good run is like the best name ever because it's Thanks. like so true. Like you have good food, you have a good run. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> goes so well together. <laughs> that's cool. Um, people, like the guys on my team, mm-hmm. like they're saying, oh, your gamer name should be like GFGR. And I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> that is such a good idea. You need to do that. <laughs> GFGR. I love that. Oh, cool. Um, so how did your platform like evolve over time and how do you keep up with it with everything you're doing in college? Well, I will say in college, the uh, frequency of posting has gone down mm-hmm. in high school. I was like, I literally would post a new recipe almost every day. Like I look back, I'm like, how did I do that? But now if I could get one post, one or two posts up on one week, I'm like, this is great. Like (laughs) getting after it. But um, it's funny in the beginning, like I did not want to show my face at all. I was like too shy. I was like, oh, this is only food. But now I guess I've evolved to like, I post a little more personal things like my race recaps because I was like this will be fun to look back on Mm -hmm. just like have a little mini race recap when I'm a senior or something to be like oh my gosh like a little freshman me (laughs) but yeah (laughs) I've grown up to do more personal things in addition to the food yeah and sometimes I'll throw a funny TikTok reel in there that I made I love that yeah yeah you have some great reels (laughs) <laughs> oh, thank you the new thing it's kind of yeah. annoying I know I can't even make a post anymore why can't I just take a picture so I have to make a whole video find the sound oh, I know I know <laughs> okay, well, they work though the they reels do. work yeah. that. that is what they they really do especially with like Instagram like shadow banning and stuff now it's like the reels are really how like mm-hmm. you communicate with people now and it's like all yeah. right the new thing the new tiktok literally i was trying to copy him yeah right i know oh my gosh yeah that's really cool i love that if there was like one takeaway message that you want like from your instagram so like if somebody like just came on your instagram for like one time they maybe like gave you a follow and then left like what is something that you hope your page like would communicate with them oh i know it's like a really hard once um, I would hope they would see something and be like, oh, I want to go make that right now. Yeah. And if you're looking for like a deep, deep meaning, I would want them mm-hmm. to uh, take away that food should be enjoyed. It should be fun. Like you shouldn't have to stress about it. And yeah, just, for- yeah, I guess that's take away. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. That's so great. And I think you do such a beautiful job of that and just like, being like guys this is like food freedom like you should enjoy all foods and of course you have your recipes which are amazing and um yeah just enjoy it and this is like you should be feeling well as a runner so yeah and just anybody who follows you so yeah Yeah. it's cool too how you like post those like more personal stuff too because like I feel like Instagram and social media is like the new scrapbooking almost. And is, yeah. someday you're going to be that cool mom. Right? Oh, thanks. Yeah. That's funny. I used to really be into scrapbooking. Like I had the whole like double-sided tape and all the different papers. That's funny to say that. Right. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so funny. You'll be that 
mom someday looking back at that Instagram and being like, oh, I mm-hmm. mean, look at your mama. She was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> this is where the snacks came from. The OG. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Do you see your social media heading anywhere in the future? Like, are there any ways that you want to grow online? Um, Do you have like anything exciting? I guess just kind of, I want to like stay more consistent. Like this summer, like you're saying, you're building up your podcast. Like I'm trying to build up some recipes mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, maybe go into more running content, like yeah, instead of just recipes and race recaps, like I guess more tips and things just like easy reminders, I guess that'd be cool if I can make some things like that. Yeah. Even like little band workouts or something like activation things, just some reels of those. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Just staying consistent with it. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel that. Um, I'm sure your family loves having you around with all the baking. (laughs) Oh yeah. I love making the food. It was funny yesterday. My dad was coming back from work and he asked, he was like, is Mackenzie making dinner tonight? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Oh, that's so fun. Do you have like a favorite dinner recipe that you make your family? Um, I feel like we, I made chicken parm last night. That's one of my dad's favorites. And just like a lot of pasta dishes are easy. Like baked spaghetti. That's a fun one. Oh, and we um, have this family recipe for lasagna. Like we have that every birthday with um, the Oreo blizzard ice cream cake. That's like our, for every birthday, no matter who it is, we always do that. So good. That's so good. Never feel pasta. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, How does your faith, do you think, play into like social media and running? I know that I've seen like Bible verses and stuff um, and you post that about that a little bit, but do you have like a favorite Bible verse or a way that you kind of like to incorporate that in your social media? Um, yeah, I guess it's, everyone knows the verse, but I guess it's just like, I, it was the first verse that I remembered, like Jeremiah 29, 11, mm-hmm. and it talks about God's plan because like, I, I'm very, I like to have my plan. Like I like to plan everything out for the week. And sometimes like things just don't go your way. And so I try to, my biggest thing is just like trust in God's timing, not my timing. Even if I want something to happen right now, it might not be what's best. And I just need to remember, like, just to go with the flow and not worry about things I don't need to worry about because God has a plan. And then it's cool now, like looking back, I was so stressed about college and now I'm like, oh, it all worked out. It's fine. And so that's my biggest thing. And whenever I do my race recaps, um, like if I have a bad race or something, I'll try and put in there something about like, even though this one didn't go well, that's fine. It's just how it goes. Not every race is going to be perfect. And God knows what he's doing. Even if I don't right now, I will later. And so that's just my main thing. Like trusting in his plan. I talk yeah. about a lot. Yeah. Oh, that is so beautiful. And it's like really cool to see how God has worked through your whole running story and just everything in general. So I love how you're bringing that and you're really like using your passions for his glory. And it's just, it's really cool to see. So thank you. That's what I tried to (laughs) while you're succeeding. That's so great. Yeah. So one last question. Um, what would you say, like, 
your biggest piece of advice is for people, runners, non-runners, just everybody. Like if you had like, I, I feel like Sadie Robertson asking this question because she has a really cool podcast, but she has oh, like, I, know. I love her podcast. Too. <laughs> so good. Oh my gosh. But I guess like somebody, if there's a piece of advice that somebody told you or that you have for other people, um, doesn't have to be running related. It can be, but if there's anything that's kind of on your heart. Uh, let me see. I feel like when I was younger, I used to tell myself, well, I was just, um, don't worry about it till you get there. Cause yeah. like worrying about it now, I was just going to stress you out yeah. and then it's just not worth your time or your energy and just enjoy like the little moments with friends. Mm-hmm. I keep telling everyone now that I'm home, like, man, I've learned so much in one year of college. Like it's crazy <laughs> just being away from home. But I look back and like some of my favorite memories are just like random small moments at dinner or something or just little conversations. So just really cherish those little moments and don't worry about the things that you don't need to worry about. Yeah. Very general, but yeah. Audience. That's my tip. (laughs) Absolutely. No, that is so great. That's so great. It seems like a lot of like the things that we're talking about today have a common theme of trust. It's like mm-hmm. trusting his plan, trusting your body with its nourishment, trusting the process, just a lot of trust in life and yourself and God. And it's just like, I love that about you, how much you emphasize that whole, just trust the process, trust life. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. Thanks Mackenzie for coming on the podcast and just sharing some of your wisdom and insights with the listeners. I'm sure you all follow her already, but if not go follow her, I will link her Instagram down below TikTok and everything. Um, you will not be disappointed. Her, her recipes are delicious and her messages are so great. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is really fun. I was so excited. I was like, Oh my gosh, you get to be in a podcast. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so excited to have you. (laughs) 